This is My City, My Scene, a podcast where we talk to people from all over the world about culture, connection, shared experiences, and most of all, music. Today's guest from Edinburgh, Scotland, Billy Lyre. Welcome to episode one of My City, My Scene. Today we'll travel all the way to Edinburgh, Scotland to talk to my friend, Billy Lyre. Billy is not only a music fan, but an incredible musician himself. He is well-traveled in that regard, playing shows all over the UK, Europe, the United States, and elsewhere. Billy grew up and spent his formative years in Edinburgh, but has also lived in Glasgow, Germany, and currently lives in Dundee, which is about an hour north of Edinburgh. I find it fitting that my first guest is from Edinburgh because Scotland is the only other country beside the United States that I've personally ever lived in. My family and I transplanted there when I was just a kid, and my dad attended graduate school at Harriet Watt University in Edinburgh. I really don't remember much of it, but regardless, Scotland has always held a very special place in my heart. I've been back to Scotland a few times since as an adult, once on a family vacation and then a few times to play music, and it was on one of these musical tours where I first met Billy. Despite growing up thousands of miles apart, we've always had a lot in common, and I've always viewed him as a kindred spirit. In 2017, we did a tour of the United Kingdom and Ireland together that I'll never forget. Billy continues to tour the world and gain new experiences and perspectives. In addition to being a student of the world, Billy is very knowledgeable about the history of his storied hometown. I asked him first to tell us all about Edinburgh. Edinburgh is a very beautiful Victorian city with a lot of history and beautiful parks and architecture and Growing up there, I, I always thought it was amazing, but I, I didn't really understand how much history is there because you're so surrounded by it. And it wasn't until I went to America for the first time on tour in 2013 that I started to really realize how old everything is, which is kind of a funny thing to say. You're just surrounded by so many like old churches and, and old streets, and there's a lot of like long history. Whereas when I first toured in the States, I was often by myself. I was traveling by myself for a lot of the touring I was doing. I was meeting a lot of incredible people, but I was really realizing that the history timeline is a lot shorter there, which sounds simple, kind of a, a bit of a culture shock. Edinburgh's got all this kind of interesting old, like, um, bloody history, which I suppose is why um, tourists from all over the world are drawn there. And, uh, it's a, definitely a really interesting city to grow up in because you've got all this all this going on, it's just the normality. As he got older, Billy became more aware of Scotland's bloody history and Edinburgh's place in the world. But as a young kid running around the Royal Mile, he was searching for a musical identity. He found it in punk rock from all over the world and also from right there in his hometown. I left school when I was 16. When I left, I started getting more and more into the, the Edinburgh like hardcore scene and the punk scene and just going to as many gigs as possible. You know, there was a lot of places that I could get into in Edinburgh as a 16-year-old, legally anyway, because there was a lot of under 18 gigs, like over 14 gigs, they called them. So not all ages, but over 14. There was a lot of gigs in Edinburgh around that time that you know that were like that. And then also there were some venues that turned a blind eye, I suppose, and uh, <laughs> to, age, to age limits. And um, I saw a lot of great gigs around that time. I think when I was 17, I saw uh, Oi Polo play for the first time. I didn't know who they were. My friend Animal, who's still a friend of mine, great guy, he played in a lot of hardcore bands in Edinburgh. He said to me, oh, you know, he would always recommend like hardcore gigs or punk gigs. And he said, you got to come and see this band, Oi Boy. They're 
anarcho-punk legends. And I didn't really know what anarcho-punk was. I knew vaguely the concept of anarchy through, you know, I was into bands like um, The Exploited or, you know, Sex Pistols or The Clash or I knew bands like that, but I didn't know what anarcho-punk was or I didn't know what veganism was or you know, anything about any culture, <laughs> any culture like that or, or DIY. So anyway, so we went to this gig and they played this venue in Edinburgh called Studio 24, which unfortunately has been one of these great lost venues in Edinburgh, which is still standing there. You can still walk past it and it's there. But unfortunately, it's one of these things where a lot of expensive flats were built up very close. You know, property developers sold them off or, or rented them out and people have moved in and they started to complain about the noise. There was a, a cultural movement in Edinburgh called Music is Audible. And, you know, I think it has helped a lot of places for, from losing their license. But unfortunately, places, some places have, you know, fallen foul to that. And Studio 24 was one of those places. It, it's a big venue. A lot of great, big bands played there. I saw Rancid play there. I saw The Exploited play there numerous times. Yeah, lots of great punk bands. But Oi Polloi played there for five pounds that night, I think, probably on the door. And my friend Animal invited me to this gig and we got there. And I was expecting them to be playing like a big, you know, I'd heard there were anarcho-punk legends. So I, you know, I knew they were like a famous band, but they had some, you know, career and some, some legacy. And then they, they got on, they, they didn't perform on stage, they performed on the floor. And I, I didn't understand. I'd never seen a floor show. I'd never heard this like concept of a floor show before. And it made no sense to me that so many people had come to see them play. They would prefer to play on the floor. I didn't understand why. But then the minute all the bands started playing, there was three bands on that night. I can't remember one of the bands, but one of the bands was a cross-punk band from Aberdeen or thereabouts called Filth Pact. They played second and they were amazing as well. And then Oi Polo played and completely... Blew my mind. Yeah, I was. I had tartan trousers on and big combat boots and a big mohawk and an army jacket covered in patches. And, you know, I thought I knew about punk and all these things. And I did to some extent, but I'd never understood this. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I really like that gig opened my eyes to a lot of things. Billy was enamored with the Scottish punk and hardcore scene and immersed himself in it. He would eventually start a punk band of his own. While Scotland's underground punk scene was widely influential for him, the artists that he shares with us today are not necessarily from that scene. The first song Billy shares with us today is from Master System, a side project from Frightened Rabbit frontman Scott Hutchinson, who passed away in 2018. Scott was a huge influence on Billy, both musically and personally. Billy was also lucky enough to have met Scott. I asked Billy to tell me about Scott's influence on him and when the two first met. So I was playing these kind of singer-songwriter acoustic nights sometimes, and one time I. Uh went back to Davy's house after a gig or something for a couple of beers and he said oh you know my flatmate Scott's out at the moment I was like oh I didn't realize you had a flatmate and he said yeah he plays in this band Frightened Rabbit and I said all right I, I don't know who that is but but I remember like looking across uh, <laughs> his living room and there were these like guitar cases that said uh, Frightened Rabbit then the side you know like um, spray painted on or you know like written Scott played like a gig to kind of launch uh, Davy managing the pub and putting gigs on but it was just like a small pub in Edinburgh like at the top of uh, Leith Walk and but but Scott played like a free entry show you know it was announced on Twitter in the morning that he was playing or it was kind of hinted at that he was going to be playing and then obviously it was um, first come first served and I was like queues down the street and Scott played an acoustic set and to be honest I still hadn't listened you know I'd, I'd been friends with Davey for a while and I still hadn't met Scott at that point I think or maybe I'd met Scott before then I don't know anyway but I'd, I'd maybe only heard a couple of songs or something. 
But I went along that night as, as Davies Powell, you know, and, and met Scott that night. I saw Scott play uh, like one of the most amazing acoustic sets I've ever seen. And he, yeah, he was really funny. And he, but he also played these really incredibly sad and dark songs. And, you know, met him that night. And then Davey, you know, Scott put me and Davey on the guest list to see them play in Edinburgh at the Picture House. Scott came to gigs in Edinburgh and he just became this figure on the scene, which I guess he always was, but I got to know him around that time. And yeah, he was just a massive influence and inspiration because I I love his songwriting and his music, but also the way he carried himself and just a huge influence. Yeah, someone that's uh, a real, there's a real big hole in the, in the Scottish music scene since he passed away. The Master System record, I thought was a phenomenal record. And I think some people haven't necessarily heard it because it didn't have the Frightened Rabbit name. And Frightened Rabbit had, you know, quite a bit of fame, mostly outside Scotland, which is, which is a funny one. But they, they grew into this, you know, enormous machine of a band and, you know, all the, all those interesting records, all those fantastic records. But I think the Master System record is phenomenal and it's, yeah, I just don't want Scott to be remembered as being a martyr because he wasn't, you know, he was a, a really fantastic, humble, funny guy. You know, he was a, re a really uh, important person. The first time I heard Frightened Rabbit, I was in a car with Billy in 2017, driving through Wales on our way to Scotland. I don't know if the location contributed to it, but I was an instant fan of the band and still love them dearly to this day. Here's Billy's first song selection by Scott's other project, Master System. This is Notes on a Life Not Quite Lived off their 2018 album, Dance Music. I can't the ways I'm not quite 
While these shows are generally about the kind of music my guests are inspired by, I also like to ask what type of music is popular, both currently and historically in their areas. When I think of Scotland, I think bagpipes. But Billy's answer was surprising. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I think it's it's dance music. I think uh, Master System, you know, perhaps I don't want to put words in their mouths. But, you know, dance music is a funny concept. Most people think about dance music, they think about electronic music, techno music or um, music at a rave, or in Germany they call it a doof, because, you know, it's the, the doof, 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 you know, the bass drum. That's the, the noise that it makes. But dance music in Scotland is really, you know, music that just gets you, gets you up and dancing and Kaylee music. And of course, I, gr- I grew up with, with that sort of stuff as well. I, before I played the guitar, I played the recorder first and then the viola. And I also played the flute uh, growing up. But on the viola in particular, I was listening to a lot of, uh, of Kaylee music. And, um, you know, you, you, in Scotland, you learn uh, Scottish country dancing. There's always a dance every Christmas. It's the same in high school, but everyone's a bit more dressed up. You learn all these dances, and it's kind of a, a manic energy in a way to, to let off steam. You know, that, that sort of dancing has been around in Scotland for a long time. I think uh, Kaylee music and folk music and storytelling are a big part of Scottish culture. Yeah, I think that's the, the thing. For, for me, that's why I talked about, you know, the punk scene in Edinburgh when I was growing up. But also the thing that was big for me was the, the folk scene in Edinburgh. And there's one bar in particular in Edinburgh called the Royal Oak which is the bar that's open, you know, all, all day, you know, from midday. And it's open till two in the morning as well, which is very late for, for a pub in the centre of Edinburgh. Most pubs, in fact, it's open till, yeah, it's open till two o'clock, that's right, two o'clock every night. And then during the Edinburgh Festival, it's open later as well. A lot of the nightclubs and, and bars are open till five during Edinburgh Festival. And uh, the Royal Oak also gets like a four or five a.m. licence, which is crazy for this little folk pub. And they've got one space upstairs where it's because almost every single night there's folk sessions in the corner, and they they have a host. But then everyone else comes in and plays. And if you can play an instrument, or if you have a desire to play an instrument, you can bring one in, or you can borrow one off somebody. And there's a, a house guitar hanging up on the wall, and there's more house guitars, kind of like in cases above the area where people will play. And the bar is just yeah, you know, this sort of crazy situation where people come from all over the world to to hear this traditional folk music. For Billy's second song selection, I asked him to share an artist from Scotland that he's currently excited about. He chose the Edinburgh artist Faith Elliott, who he told me was originally from Minneapolis. I asked him where he first discovered them, and he told me about a DIY collective in Edinburgh called The Forest. That's when I started playing, you know, know, the the music that I now play is the started playing songs which led to the songs that I'm, I'm singing now. You know, I started playing acoustic punk gigs there, in the corner of the room and uh, the great thing about that place which i loved was that it was always free entry you know the one of the constitutional things for the forest part of the ethos is that everything is free art should be free so it's free for the people so anyone can can be there and experience it which is a fantastic thing it yeah it, it means that anything could be happening so you could be there at any time and anything could be happening and you're just gonna have to deal with it so sometimes people would be there eating food and they would come in and they would have a meal or whatever but then there would be a raging punk gig happening in you know suddenly it would start like right here's the gig and then the music would start so i played a lot of situations there where yeah people weren't necessarily expecting there to be like a big loud punk noise happening and then suddenly the room you know all the tables and chairs are getting moved and there's people slam dancing into each other and there's a mosh pit and but you know it's happening in the middle of this cafe 
space. And that was incredibly inspiring to me. And me and Faith met through through the forest. Uh, Faith was a volunteer at the forest as I was at that age. And Faith was always this incredible artist, an incredible musician. And I watched them them grow up, you know, as we, we grew up together, uh, me and Faith are the same age. And um, yeah, Faith was always this incredible artist. And, and Faith played with uh, our friend Jack at the time. And uh, they played together. They performed together around Edinburgh and around the forest at that time um, and continued to perform and make incredible art. And uh, for the last few years, Faith has uh, been kind of pushing their own music more, um, which I always hoped that they would. And uh, yeah, in like uh, 2019, this record came out. Um, this record came out, it's called Impossible Bodies, and they put it out. And this song is Lilith, and it's a really incredible song. And uh, each, each song is about a different creature. I think it, for me, like, I, I find Faith music really interesting because a lot of my favorite a lot of my favorite musicians come from a music background and they kind of they play music um, maybe I'm not explaining it very well but I guess what I'm trying to say is Faith is an artist and Faith plays music from an art background and I find Faith's viewpoint in, in writing songs really interesting the fact that Faith would, would write an album you know a record of songs and each song is like about a different creature is really interesting to me so anyways this is this incredible beautiful record called Impossible Bodies and this song is, is called Rilla. There's a reptile padding zoo just off the city bypass It's a simulated jungle In a greenhouse of plate glass Where the heat curdles The smell of rotting fruit and deodorant does The visitors press up against The rows of tanks And just past the nocturnal house and the terrapins. There's a python enclosure built eight feet by ten where you lay a coiled ghost in a plastic basin. Water falling on your back from a motorized fountain. From that life that you're condemned From that finite index We both long to transcend For they do not speak for us They never did And you and I both know That boredom is the true original Time will come and we'll shed our final skin And be free from these bodies we've been so long locked in I'll see that you were never a snake Just as I am not 
woman And as the horrified school children look on We'll burn like primordial gods And we'll tear through the gift shop from Edinburgh, Scotland, and you're listening to My City, My Scene. For all of my guests' final song selection, I asked them to share a song from an artist not from their home country. Billy's selection was Neon Lights from Joe McMahon. Joe is originally from Boston, but now lives in Germany. I asked Billy to tell me about Joe and why his music is important to him. The next song is by my friend Joe McMahon. He plays in a punk rock band called Smoker Fire, and Joe is from Boston, uh, Massachusetts. And then also Smoker Fire moved from Boston to Richmond, Virginia. And that's when they kind of found their feet as a touring punk rock band and toured all over the world. It wasn't until Joe was touring as a solo artist that I finally had the pleasure to meet Joe. Yeah, we met at a punk festival in Scotland. And this is a song that Smoker Fire recorded, most recent record, Speakeasy. But when Joe put his solo record out, uh, Another Life, his debut solo record, he re-recorded this song and he recorded it the way he always had wanted it to be, uh, the way it was in his head. Yeah, Joe was a massive influence on me as a friend, collaborator and a musician. Joe produced my record, uh, Some Legacy, which came out last year, and we've toured all over the world together. And he's just a yeah, fantastic person. And this song, the first time I heard it, I had met Joe, I'd heard him play this song live, but I hadn't grasped the kind of magnitude of the lyrics, I suppose, until I heard the album The Speakeasy. And then I, I loved the, the whole record, but when this song came on and he sang these lyrics, I, yeah, I, I couldn't believe that someone was singing these, song, these lyrics on a, on a punk record. God, I wish I were a bird I'd fly towards the sun And I'd never return to this place It's such a disgrace I'd cut my arms and my legs off And burn up in space All these other worries and problems we have Are something I never wanted Or asked for, but I'm too left brain You're still awake And I'm still awake So I walk to the edge of the earth 
A huge thanks to Scotland's Billy Lyre for telling us all about his city, his country, his scene. You can hear Billy's own music by visiting billylyremusic.com. The artists we shared with you today were Master System and Faith Elliott from Scotland and Joe McMahon from the United States. Theme music is Last of the Mullets by one of my all-time favorite Denver bands, The Gamets. This podcast was written, produced, and directed by me, Andy Thomas. Additional mixing and production was done by Drake Watkins. If you have a suggestion for a music fan from an interesting part of the world, please drop us a line at mycitymyscene at gmail.com. Future and past episodes of the show can be found at mycitymyscene.com or wherever you find your podcast. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and stay inspired. <laughs>